Welcome to Jerry Adams on a race. August Tassola Gomsa Gobel Shevsha. A leg Gomoy. To get a bug scale Donna Gomsa and Shakhtan Shah Firma. Sean Kara, Rita O'Hare, Bass. August Nibay, Alahadon, Arish. Well, folks, I hope you're all doing. Well, just a bit of bad news, sad news to start with. Our old friend, my old friend, and comrade Rita O'Hare has died. And uh, Rita was a long-time activist, represented the party in many, many, many positions uh, over the years and was part of all the great moves forward. And also for over 20 years represented uh, Sinn Féin in the... USA. So Maradurk Mainive Alahid Arish on. I just want to extend condolences and solidarity to Brandon and to Rory and Frances and to Kieran and to Terry and to all their children, all of Rita's beloved grandchildren and great grandchildren. Well, folks, Arish, Gamani Giadibsha, this is Jerry Adams and Tostola Gomsa Gobel Shibsha Gomoy. And just to fill you in and uh, update you on the campaign for the preservation of Moore Street, which, as you'll know, is the battlefield site beside the GPO were the last meeting of the leaders of the signatories who were assembled there of the 1916 proclamation, decided to surrender to the British forces in order to save civilian lives. So last week, the Moore Street Preservation Trust held an urgent public meeting in Liberty Hall in Dublin to discuss the crisis surrounding the future development of this battlefield site and the threat poised to these historic 1916 laneways by a developer. The meeting was chaired by Christina McLaughlin, who is niece of Sean McLaughlin. Sean was appointed Commandant General of the Republican Forces after James Connolly was wounded. A short film by acclaimed Belfast filmmaker Sean Murray the story of Moore Street 1916, narrated by Stephen Ray, was shown to very warm applause. It also featured James Connolly Hearn and Frank Connolly of SIP2. SIP2 supports the Moore Street campaign. Welcome everyone to Liberty Hall. And Patrick Cooney, who's one of the longest serving activists on the Save the Moore Street campaign and Cork architect Sean Anton O'Murray provided background to the campaign and described the alternative master plan for the creation of a cultural and historical quarter in Moore Street and its uh, surrounding laneways and other uh, buildings. And this is a, the the core, I suppose, of the Preservation Trust's argument 
they have an alternative. It's put together with best international practice to ensure that there would be a quarter, a cultural quarter, a 1916 Moor Street quarter for education, for tourism, as an economic hub for the local community, and also as a fitting memorial to the men and women of that period. James Connolly's great-grandson, James Connolly Hearn, was the main speaker. And he castigated the developer Hummerson, who recently claimed to be aware and respectful of the importance of this last 1916 battleground. Yet at the same time, he's embarked on legal proceedings, that's the developer has, to overturn the decision of Dublin City Councillors to protect Moor Street. So the developer claims that its plan will sensitively rejuvenate this historic part of Dublin. James Connolly Hearn said it will do nothing of the sort. It will redraw streets and lanes that have been there that have remained intact for over a century. It will take a racking ball to an area that predates the rising, a street that predates the Great Hunger, a street which survived the disgraceful blitzing of our capital city in 1916 by enemy forces with incendiary shellfire. This is not planning in the public interest. This is Craggy Island planning. At the end of the evening, Michal McDonagh, who is a secretary, this secretary of the Moor Street Preservation Trust, joined the speakers on the stage. And together they appealed for people to support the alternative plan not to be sucked in by the developer's plan mass, but to support the development of a historic quarter. And for those who do tune in to contact your TDs, your councillors, your trade unions, your workplace colleagues, your students' unions, in support of this plan, to prioritise TDs, that is the lobby TDs on the Housing Committee in Leinster House to prioritise the Cultural Quarter Bill, which has been put together by Angus O'Snodig TD, and to share and engage and use social media to get the message out, and then to attend upcoming events or to contact uh, the Trust if you want to organise or you're looking for a speaker for an event in your own area. So I want to thank, just as somebody who is uh, really wedded to this campaign, I want to thank all of those who took part, including Aveline Campbell and Bert Fersey, who provided songs written by Aveline, which were entirely appropriate for the evening, and also, of course, the staff in Liberty Hall, who made it all possible. So, Goramila Maga, please come in, and support in any way that you can this campaign. And for any further information, www.facebook.com forward slash Moor Street Trust. Also, uh, in the period since last I spoke to you, there have been awful things happening, as there have been for decades now to the people of Palestinian Palestine. And Israeli 
Settlers were seen dancing in the streets as they burned 75 Palestinian homes and killed a Palestinian man. And the plight of the people, the beleaguered people of Palestine, gets worse day by day. And it's an international disgrace that this is allowed to happen. Apartheid Israel is inhuman. What it's doing is evil. The international community must defend international laws, condemn these abuses, and stand up for the rights of people. And so too for the poor people who are fleeing from their own countries, especially those who perished in the Mediterranean this week. Around 100 drowned, including 12 children. And the Mediterranean sea route is the deadliest for people fleeing war and hunger and poverty. Last year, at least 2,000 people died, but the number is likely to be actually much higher. Between 2014 and 2018, 12,000 people were drowned and they were never found. And we Irish have our memory of the coffin ships and the coffin ships are still sailing and people are still drowning. And instead of trying to rescue people from boats run by criminal gangs, and human policies by Western governments leave them to drown. And that's shameful. Shame too on our own government in Dublin that does little to raise this issue or to use or to raise its voice internationally in support of the people who have to go through this awful, awful plight. I mind it too that... Uh, on February the 27th, just a week ago, several hundred Native Americans of the Lakota people occupied Wounded Knee in South Dakota in a move to highlight their demands for sovereign rights. And that was in 1973. And the standoff between the Native people and the federal authorities lasted 71 days and involved daily firefights. Two Native Americans were killed. Wounded Knee was chosen in 1973 because it was the site of an infamous massacre in December 1890 of some 300 Native people by the US Cavalry, and many of their victims were women and children. And last weekend, Native people gathered in Rapid City, South Dakota, and also at the site of the 1890 massacre at Wounded Knee on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation to mark the 73 occupation and to remember those like Russell Means, Dennis Banks and Clyde Belcourt who participated in the event and who have since died. And they also called for the release of Leonard Peltier who was convicted in 1977 of the killing of two FBI agents during a confrontation at the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota two years earlier. Leonard has now been in prison for 46 years. In the years since then, serious doubts have been raised about his conviction. The decision to occupy Wounded Knee 50 years ago was a desperate action by Native people who have been subject to decades of violations of their treaty rights. Several hundred took part in the occupation, calling for investigations into the Borough of India Affairs and the running of the reservations, as well as congressional hearings on treaty violations. 
U.S. Marshals and FBI agents surrounded the town. There followed a three-month confrontation, which only ended in early May 1973 when the native people agreed to leave Wounded Knee. As part of last weekend's commemorations, I was asked to contribute a video to the programme of events, and I was happy to do that. Almost 40 years ago, Clyde Belcourt and a delegation from the American Indian Movement arrived in Ireland, and I had the great honour to meet them. Clyde, who was one of the movement's founders, said, like the Irish people, we had to fight against cultural genocide. On that occasion, we visited Milltown Cemetery and stood at the gravesides of Bobby Sands and Kieran Doherty and Joe MacDonald, who died in hunger strikes, along with seven of their comrades in 1981. The delegation led a wreath at the graves of our patriot dead and chanted the national anthem of the African Gumbelaskal of the American Indian Movement to the beat of their sacred drum. In the years since then, I've written regularly to successive US presidents calling for the release of Leonard Peltier. I've also written to Leonard, and I took the opportunity in my video to again extend solidarity to him. Leonard is a victim of a miscarriage of justice and should long ago have been freed. The Irish proverb is Arshka Ahela Amarian Nadini, which means we all live in each other's shadows. We're all interlinked. And no better an example of that than what occurred in 1847. And that was the year of Moore, the Great Hunger, which took over a million lives in Ireland. And the Choctaw Nation, originally from the Mississippi region, heard about this and 15 or 16 years previously they were forced, 15,000 of them, to walk 600 miles from Mississippi to Oklahoma in what became known as the Trail of Tears. A quarter of them died. Despite the many dangers and challenges they faced in their own lives, they were moved by the accounts of the Great Hunger in Ireland. And they raised 150 dollars, about $5,000 today, and they sent it to Ireland. And that act of kindness and generosity has never been forgotten. Consequently, during the pandemic recently, Irish people raised over $3 million to help provide clean water, food and health supplies to people in the Navajo Nation and the Hopi Reservation. So one act of generosity, of solidarity, 176 years ago, was reciprocated by another act of solidarity. Indeed, it's our Ska Ahela Amarian Nandini. So solidarity and best wishes to all of those who participated in last week's anniversary event. And uh, next week, God willing, we'll maybe deal with the uh, machinations and perambulations of the uh, so-called Windsor frame work. But in the meantime, the Sulagom go well, Shivsha, go Huntak, go well, Shivsha, go Moy, mind each other. And we go out with Floyd, Red Crow, Westerman singing drums. Slan live, Togo Bogay, Guji Shiv Slan. 
From the Indian Reservation To the governmental school Well, they're going to educate me To the white man's golden rule And I'm learning very quickly For I've learned to be ashamed And I come when they call Billy Though I've got an Indian name And there are drums beyond the mountain Indian drums that you can't hear There are drums beyond the mountain And they're getting mighty near And when they thought that they had changed me Cut my hair to meet their needs Will they think I'm white or Indian Quarter blood or just half breed Let me tell you, Mr. Teacher When you say you'll make me right In 500 years of fighting not one Indian turn white And there are drums beyond the mountain Indian drums that you can't hear There are drums beyond the mountain And they're getting mighty near Well, you thought that I knew nothing When you brought me here to school Just another Empty Indian Just America's First fool But now I Can tell you stories That are burnt And dried and old But in the shadow Of their talent Walks the thunder Proud and bold there are drums beyond the mountain Indian drums that you can't hear There are drums beyond the mountain And they're getting mighty near Lone Pine and Sequoia Handsome Lake and Sitting Bull There's Mingus Colorado with his sleeves so red and full crazy horse a legend those who bit off Custer's soul they are dead yet they are living with the great Geronimo and there are drums beyond the mountain Indian drums that you can't hear There are drums beyond the mountain And they're getting mighty near Well, you may teach me this land's history But we taught it to you first We broke your hearts and bent your journeys 
broken treaties left us cursed Even now you have to cheat us Even though you think us tame In our losing we find proudness In your winning you find shame And there are drums beyond the mountain Indian drums that you can't hear There are drums beyond the mountain And they're getting mighty near